0: Walmart says that Ozempic is making people buy less food. My man crush, Ann, my man crush, my retail man crush, the great John He's out there with his
1: flow talking about this. He was,
0: yeah, he's got some flow going. Mm -hmm. He's got the hockey hair. Uh, But anyway, my man crush, John Furniture, John Furniture, (laughs) John Furner. (laughs) I have no idea why that slipped out. The chief executive of Walmart U.S. said recently, quote, we definitely do see a slight change compared to the total population. We do see a slight pullback in overall basket, just less units and slightly less calories. End quote. According to Bloomberg, Walmart has been studying changes in sales patterns using anonymized data on shopper populations. Of course, it's anonymized. Evaluating the purchasing changes among people taking the drug against those who aren't taking the shots. And while Ferrell also did say that it's too early to draw any definitive conclusions about the appetite-suppressing drug, and are you buying into this story?
1: Man, this was such a hot topic this week. I don't know if it was just a slow news week or what, but everybody was uh, Yeah, I think was it was a slow news week. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. No. Um, I'm still. And it's just a hot drug, too. I think. Yeah. This drug. Yeah. Crazy. I'm. I'm still pretty skeptical of the true impact of. I think this correlation, and, and John Ferner's saying it too. Um, it is something though, that I think that everyone from CPG companies like Cheez-Its and Pringles, who are also saying that they're seeing impacts from this, this, um, this drugs, uh, proliferation around, uh, the US, I think, um, uh, it's important for people to be thinking about what the investment is in personalization, I think. And by people, I mean like retailers from convenience store retailers, all the way to grocery retailers. Like what does this mean? And if you're invested in getting this data back, seeing these these drops in sales, whether it's from Ozempic or it's from, you know, like the the convenience stores industries are seeing with a, a reduction in the uh purchasing of tobacco products or even like sugary uh drinks and snacks. What what investment have you made uh in order to quickly adapt to and start to personalize offers for the other products that That this is resulting in in an increase in purchasing. So, you know, if people at Walmart are buying less junk food, how are you personalizing that experience so that you can offer fresh food or other health foods or fitness? goods or apparel or even beauty that might become more prevalent for consumers who, who are changing their behaviors. And so that's what I think the real story is here is like, how are you investing in being able to make those real time changes to the personalization of experience, shopping experiences and offers that you're giving your customers, whether it's Ozempic or not.
0: Yeah, so, it. so I mean, I mean, business it's just back to roots merchandise. It's back to roots yeah, retail. It's like right. bouncing your merchandising to what the the population needs. and from the brand side, the CBG side, you know, altering your product mix or your portfolios to give the customers what they need, given the fact that the dynamics are different in terms of what they want on the shelf as well. So, yeah, I mean, and for me, I think I think the story is interesting, but I think you always with every story, now we always tell the listeners to do this. with every story, you have to ask, what would compel the person that's giving you this information to share it, right? What is right. their motivation? So it, it does make me wonder, the jaded side of me does make me wonder if Walmart isn't priming the pump for a sales slowdown, right. especially when you consider that the guy who used to hold John Ferner's position, former Walmart US CEO, Bill Simon came out literally yesterday and said that consumers are starting to quote unquote buckle, right? Yeah. So that's happening at the same time. Yeah. And this guy's got to be, he's got to be clued in on what's going on at Walmart. So now with that said, I think Walmart should be able to piece a, piece apart the data in the way they've described. That should be pretty straightforward. So my guess is that they are seeing some impact and John Furner, I think, you know, I have a ton of respect for him. He's not going to say something that isn't true, you know, for the most part. And so like, I think it probably is happening to some degree. And like you said, we just don't know the full impact of it or over the long haul, what that's going to mean either. Right. So So the motivation is still the real question here, but the other point I would mention, and and you kind of talked about this a little bit, but I think it was a really great point you brought up yesterday. So I wanted you to talk about it even more is like, what's the impact gonna be on this across retail more broadly and particularly the convenience store industry because the convenience store industry is going heavy into prepared foods. Yes. And so this is gonna make that a much more uphill climb for that industry. And also you think about Dollar General, them going into food, that's going to become more difficult, too, if this starts to take hold across the nation as it's being talked about or purported to be doing right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that, again, it goes into, like, what? how are you adapting to the trends and how are you trying to make up for a slow of business sales? I mean, I'm sure this happened when you were a merchant, Chris, with, like... um you know, like what was the Atkins diet? Like with, there's, there's always these trends that yeah, are going to change and that impact. Happen. So like, how, how are you investing in being agile and being able to provide an offering? The, the convenience store angle, investing in prepared foods like that, that's concerning because that's a hell of an investment to start putting kitchens into yep. these convenience stores and all these things. And if that doesn't pay, or you're not set up to provide the right food offering, that your consumer is demanding. Like that, that's where I think this gets to be somewhat concerning. Yeah. The other interesting
0: part about like you talk about the trends of merchandising. Yeah. Like Atkins is a great one. Um, you know, those 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 always like move one category up and another category down. Yeah. The difference here though is you're talking about entires amounts of entire amounts of food being consumed being less. Yeah. The whole everything moving down. So that's what's different about this. And that's what's really intriguing about it. And that's why I think I think your point is dead right. There's going to be a ripple effect here, particularly if inflation keeps to have keeps happening too, because you've got less units from inflation. If you're going to have less people buying less units because they're not as hungry across the nation, then yeah, that's going to be pretty impactful. So so net net, this story, I think, while it's getting a lot of attention, Probably deservedly so, wouldn't you say and I mean I, yeah. I, I I think as we sit here and talk about it out loud, there's there's a lot going on here over the long haul. If this drug continues to do what it's saying it can do.
1: Yeah, and if and I think there's a lot of things that can impact like it, it's definitely something to watch. The economic impacts of this drug are something to watch and why it's getting so much attention because you know, whether or not it's being paid for by healthcare providers and what in different states and all these things, like there's so much fluctuation happening as this, this drug continues to expand across the country. The uses of this drug it continues to expand and contract. I mean, I think that's the interesting thing too. Like this was, this drug was getting put out there And anyone could use it. And you and I have even seen like our insurance company saying like, look, we're not paying for this drug anymore. And we've seen multiple reports. As soon as you stop taking this drug, then the increase in food demand comes back. So it's like, again, how are you as a retailer set up to really be as flexible as possible to the changing consumer demands that are
0: getting thrown your way? It's smart that Walmart's watching this too. Like, If they're watching the data to the degree that they are, it's smart. It's, It's really, really smart and cagey.